Hello. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Collide Kids Podcast, hosted by Kristen Clark. This is a show for kids and families. You are going to meet new people and have fun while you listen. Let's do it! Hey, y'all. Merry Christmas. Welcome to the Collide Kids Podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Clark. The Collide Kids Podcast is a show for kids and families where we learn together how life and faith collide. It means so much to me that you are listening today. Thank you so much for being here. I am so excited to give you this bonus Christmas episode of the Collide Kids Podcast today. Usually, I take the time off around Christmas, but you guys, I got him. I am so excited to introduce our guest to you today, and his name is Santa. How exciting is that? Santa on my show. I know. I'm thrilled too. Now, I will give a little bit of a disclaimer. This episode may raise more questions than answers for some of our younger listeners. The purpose today is not to reveal all the secrets and insider information about this Christmas legend, but our focus today is to learn more about the title of Santa and the true meaning of Christmas, which as we all know is, everybody say it out loud, Jesus. That's right. Now, I know there's lots of different viewpoints and perspectives about Santa, but Listen, whatever you believe, I know you are really going to enjoy my Christmas conversation with Santa. Merry Christmas. I am so excited to have Santa on my podcast. What in this is amazing. (laughs) Yes, it is. It's so much fun to be with you, Kristen. How are you today? I am very good, and I am very excited about Christmas, as I'm sure you are as well. I don't feel like you need an introduction, but would you just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Well, obviously, everybody knows who Santa is, or I hope so. If you aren't familiar with Santa, I deliver toys all over the world and bring joy and happiness to children of all ages, boys and girls. Just have the privilege and the honor to have everybody be looking for that experience and that visit. Yes, so true. And it's so exciting. I cannot wait to talk to you today. And I'm really excited to get the inside scoop about what it's like to be Santa. But before we do that, because this is a show for kids, I always like to ask my guests to share a joke or something funny. Of the greatest things about being Santa is you never have to pay for parking. You know why? (laughs) It's on the house. (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) All right. So I do have one joke for Santa. Are you ready? Yes. Let me hear it. I want to see if it gets a ho, ho, ho. Let's see. What goes oh, oh, oh? Santa running backwards. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's always a good one that Santa loves. Yeah. I like that one. And I got a ho, ho, ho. That That's good. That that's, brings my joke quality back up. So <laughs> thank you very much. Okay. Would you just tell everybody a little bit about who well, you are? I started sharing about the history. All right. But, <laughs> but the story of me goes way, way back. We need to go all the way back to about 300 years after Jesus was born. 
and a and a young man named Nicholas who grew up and became a leader in the church, and then his grandparents died when he was a very young age, and he was raised by his uncle, who was also very wealthy and a, pa- a pastor priest in the church. So he not only got afforded a really great education, but a great upbringing in Christianity and religion as a young boy. So much so that he became the youngest person to ever be a deacon at that time. And they actually called him the boy deacon because he had such a babyish face. And and, and as such, one of the things that he did was he grew out his beard so that he would look older and not look like a young man. But then as Nicholas grew older, one of the things that he was very much into was sharing his wealth with those that were less fortunate. And so he would secretly deliver gifts to families with children who couldn't afford dowries and other things at that time that they needed. And that secret gift giving is the basis for Santa. And so the name Santa comes from St. Nicholas. And thanks to the Dutch, who he became a patron saint of and referred to him as Sinterklaas. And when the English Mm -hmm. king realized that people were speaking various languages, he said that language needs to stay English. And Sinterklaas sounds very similar to Santa Claus. And that is how Santa started to come along. Now, the joy of being Santa is not in in the name because the name the the the, the type the name Santa isn't really a name at all. It's actually a title. If we go back and look at the translation again from the Dutch, Sinter, which is Santa as it's translated, actually means saint or person of religious belief who carries a high honor. And so being Santa is an amazing honor and a privilege that gets carried on year after year. And I just get the joy and the privilege of keeping moving that forward. That is amazing. And I love that you shared the history of that. That's so interesting. Will you tell us what you love about being Santa? Yeah. Now, as Santa, we declare an oath. We actually have a Santa oath that we take. And one part of that oath is that we know the real meaning of the season and we will always and forever make that a priority in what we do. And when I realized that, one of the greatest things for me in being Santa was that not only do I get to carry forward a belief system that I have, but I get to bring joy and happiness and hope and love to people throughout the entire year as Santa. I love that. And I think that helps some people kind of understand why we see so many Santas. There's so many different Santas we've seen at different places or at the mall or at different stores or on TV. So that is that why there's so many different type people that are Santa? Exactly. Because Santa is not our name. Santa is our title. Just like a doctor or a pastor or a teacher any of those individuals carry an honor in that what they do, whether it's teaching boys and girls in education or adults in college, or whether it's a doctor who's taken time to go to school or a lawyer or any of those individuals who have taken the time to carry out and be honored with a title like that, Santas are the same. 
And so if you see myself or, or any of the other Santas out and about, that, that's not our name. That's our title. And it's a privilege that we all take very seriously in carrying that title. We'll be right back after this. You know, raising kids in the digital age isn't easy, but Bark Technology makes products that help parents keep their kids safe online and in real life. They have an app, a phone, and a home device that lets families set parental controls on their internet-connected devices. I love the app because it helps us manage screen time and blocks websites and apps we want our kids to avoid. It also sends alerts and gives us the ability to monitor texts and social media and even track your child's location. Visit bark.us to learn more about how you can keep your kids safe online. Use the code COLLIDEKIDS to get 15% off your subscription of the Bark app. So that really helps explain the secret of how Santa gets around everywhere in one night. <laughs> well, yes, it can. It can definitely explain that secret. The neat, the neat thing about it is that Christmas is really driven by what we refer to as Christmas spirit. And so Christmas spirit is just the love and the excitement of Christmas. And that is higher on no other night than Christmas Eve. And that is why so many great things happen on that Eve, that night before Christmas, is because of the fact that Christmas spirit is at its highest level ever at any other point in the year. That's so true. And I I think I couldn't be more excited about Christmas. It's like the closer we get to that day, the more excitement, the more Christmas spirit we seem to have. You talked about the true meaning of Christmas. So what does Christmas mean to you? Well, um, I think the best way for me to describe what Christmas means is to use my suit. There's a reason why Santa's suit is mainly red, white, and black boots and a black belt. And, and, and it's a reminder. It's a reminder to every Santa what the true meaning of Christmas is really about. The greatest thing was, and what Christmas is all about, is that God sent Jesus down here on Christmas Day, and and he went through his childhood and grew up to be a young man and had a ministry, all with the purpose of being a salvation, a redeemer, a, a purchaser of, of and forgiver of sin for other people through the shedding of his blood. And the red and Santa suits remind him that without this shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sin. But the great thing in all of that is that the Bible goes on to say that when people believe in that, they're washed. And they're washed, specifically, the Bible says, white as snow. And so the fur and Santa's hat and boots all remind me that I am, as a believer, as somebody who has trusted in Jesus, washed white as snow. And that anybody can, as long as they believe in Jesus and what he's done on the cross as forgiveness for their sins. Santa, as, as a saint, as a title, is somebody who has made that decision and we are washed white as snow. That's awesome. That That's what that represents for you. And, 
And I think that's a great reminder for people. When you see the Santa suit, those things can remind you about God's love and the way that Jesus shed his blood for us for because of love. That's why Jesus came to this earth, right? Exactly. Exactly. And as Santa, I get to do that all the time. I get to do that through maybe visiting people who might not otherwise have Santa. They might not be able to get out due to an illness to see Santa at a mall or to see Santa at another location. Or maybe they just, for whatever reason, can't get a Santa visit. We get the opportunity then to be Jesus to them, to be that hope, to be that love, to be that faith of something greater in what we do by visiting and sharing that message each year. Yeah. Tell me something about Christmas that you love. What are your favorite things about Christmas? Well, of course, it's Santa. the cookies and the milk are an amazing plus to have. Um, chocolate chip cookies, still warm and moist, <laughs> that as you break them apart, the chocolate strings in between the two sides are the best by far. So, so you're saying that chocolate chip is your favorite kind of cookie? Hands down, best cookie. That's good to know. Um, are there any types of cookies you don't like? Not at all. <laughs> I think if it's a cookie, I'll take it, right? Exactly. And if, and if, and if it, for some reason you don't really find the taste appealing, a good swig of milk helps everything taste good. <laughs> very true. Very true. And the protein in it, that's good for your body as well. So that's good. <laughs> Yes, um, yes, it is. Will you tell us some stories about visiting different people or things that have stood out to you in the past few years? Well, I will say that Santa hears some rather obscure requests. You know, I've I've had I've had children ask for a brother or sister, and that's not something Santa can help with. Just recently, had a teen ask me to get her a boyfriend. And that, that is not something Santa will, would ever do anyway. He's a toy maker. That was kind of <laughs> obscure. I also have had young children ask for electronics. That electronics are always a very big thing. And I always tell them that all electronics have got to be approved by the parents. And that Santa learned a long time ago that when the mom is not happy, nobody is happy. And so he definitely has to make sure that everybody is on the same when it comes to those kind of gifts. Some of the better questions and some of the better interactions is that we hear some of the deepest and secretest dreams of children on that we have the honor and, and we have the privilege of, of bringing hope and joy into those requests. And like one particular example was I had a young boy come up and see me at a corporate event and ask if, if Santa could help his grandfather not be in any pain as he was at the end of his life. And of course, that's something that Santa cannot do. But I did say to that young individual, well, let me pray with you. I can do that at least. Is that okay? And he said, yeah. And we got to pray in front of a group of almost 200 people that were in a room waiting to see Santa. And so even in little things like that, there's an opportunity to be an example and to do things. So that was kind of, and then one of the other things that we really love to do is that as I visit boys and girls at Santa, one of the things that I always do is tell a story of one of our reindeer every year. 
And so this year, our story is about Donner. And Donner gets his name because he is our loudest and our biggest and strongest reindeer on our team. And he stood up to a bunch of bully reindeer one year. Now, it wasn't Rudolph that they were bullying, but he stood up to a bunch of reindeer that were being bullies to a little reindeer. And everybody has somebody that when they know that they're doing something wrong and they call their name, they immediately freeze because they know, "Uh uh-oh, I've been caught. And Donner did exactly that. And when he did, his voice was super loud. And it was explained to me that it was almost sounded like a thunder crash. And so Donner became a member of our team because of that. But the reason why we shared Donner's story this year is because part of Christmas is bringing hope and love and bringing joy to others. And I challenge the boys and girls of all ages to be Donners. Now, not to go yell or, or, or growl at their friends, but they can go and and be nice to somebody who may need to be loved upon. Maybe it's somebody who looks a little differently in their school. Maybe it's somebody who acts a little differently. Maybe it's somebody who's being bullied. Maybe it's some, whatever. But they can definitely go and be hope and be a blessing to them during whatever situation that may be. And then the neat thing was, was Donner and those bully reindeer and that reindeer they were bullying all became friends. And then I challenged them that by doing that, they may also be able to make some new friends. And so in telling that story, I've had the opportunity to have a little girl come up and tell me how somebody did that to her and how that fact that that other individual knew she was being bullied and came up and became a friend with her And she went on to tell me about how exciting it was to go tell her friend that she was a donner. And so there's some of the neat things that that happened to experience and to enjoy. Yes. And I love that encouragement for all of our listeners to be a donner and to stand up for the people around you and be a friend. Because that's what Christmas is all about. It's sharing the hope and the joy and the love, like you said, to the people around us. Now, not all of us can be Santa and give as many gifts as you give, but what are some things that we can do as families, as kids? What are some things we can do to spread Christmas cheer and that hope and that love to the people around us? Well, I think the biggest thing that our world needs right now is is hope. It needs it needs a message of hope and joy, and love, and peace. And that can all be accomplished, not by even giving gifts, but by just the way we treat each other and other people. Um, and so so some of the greatest things that we have an opportunity to do is we have the opportunity to, to provide that to people. And we can do that in all kinds of different ways. One small way may be for a family to just pay for a meal of the people behind them at a fast food restaurant as they're going through. It may be connecting with a local nonprofit and seeing how they can best support them and what they're doing. It may be something along those lines. And it's not for any recognition, but more as an anonymous secret giving like St. Nicholas did. So by putting the welfare of others ahead, and considering everybody more valuable than yourself, you already are acting as a Santa. 
Yeah. You know, we have social media and all these different things. So when we do a good deed, it's so easy to want that recognition. Like you said, doing it in secret. I think that's really special when you can give in secret, when you can help someone and you're not doing it for the credit or for the attention. You're just doing it to be kind and to show love. I think that's a really amazing way to spread Christmas cheer. Thank you for sharing that. Yes. All right. So let me ask you another question. There are a lot of movies out there about Santa. What's your favorite? My first okay. personal favorite is Miracle on 34th Street. I love Miracle on 34th Street just because of the story of trying to prove Santa doesn't exist. As we said, Santa's not a name. It's a title. A title is something that's an honor or a privilege to carry it. And so, so that's my, my favorite all time. But one that I love that just carries the magic of Christmas and really shows how the inner workings really do work. Christmas Chronicles, by far, has been the most exciting and accurate that I feel has ever been made. Yes, I, I love both of those movies. I think they're great ones and very exciting to hear that you like them as well. Yes, yes. That's good. <laughs> Well, this has been so exciting and I am so honored to have Santa on my podcast and I'm excited to share this story with others about the meaning of Christmas. Now, I always ask this before I let you go. I always ask my guests to share a memory from when they were a kid. So can you give us a memory? I would I would have to say that the, the best memory for me, and it's a challenge as well to everybody listening, but would be the excitement that I would have on Christmas Eve as I would be waiting with my brothers and we would try to sneak downstairs to catch Santa putting presents under the tree. And we, no matter how hard we try, my dad would always seem to know what was going on. And we would hear our names get hollered from their room and we would all scramble back to our bedroom. Um, and it was just such an, a joyful time. And the reason why I love that memory is because I really feel that when it comes to Christmas, when it comes to the real reason of the season, when it comes to the birth of Jesus, our Savior, my Savior, that that we should all carry that idea. May we always be trying to sneak out and see what's next. What is Jesus going to do for us? What is Jesus going to do for for our personal lives, for our, our, our ministry lives, for our work lives, for our school lives, depending whatever season we're in. May we have that same excitement as we go out and see what he's going to do next for us and be just as enthralled and surprised as we are when we see gifts under the tree with what he's done and is going to do for us. Yes, I agree. What a great memory. And, and I love how you said that. That was so good. Well, Santa, thank you so much for being on the show. Yes, and as, Merry as, as I say, and everything. Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. Wasn't that so fun? I loved learning about Santa and I loved hearing all of his stories and learning about his favorite type of cookie, chocolate chip. Write that down, you guys. That's good information to know. 
Well, I hope you guys really enjoyed today's bonus episode of the Collide Kids podcast. I don't normally record episodes during the week of Christmas because things are so busy, but I just could not pass up this opportunity to share this conversation with you guys. And this is the last episode before we go into 2023. Can you believe that? That's amazing. So I'm looking forward to seeing you in the new year. We have lots of fun things happening, lots of new things happening, and I cannot wait to share those with you. If you'd still like to support the podcast, you're welcome to do that. You can follow and subscribe to this podcast so that new episodes will automatically load each week into whatever podcast app you're using and leave a rating and a review. What a great Christmas gift that would be. You can also share this episode with friends and family and let them know why you and your family like to listen. Or you can go by my website and click the link at the top that says support. And anytime you think about it, I always appreciate your prayer support as well. I hope that you guys have a very Merry Christmas and a wonderful time reflecting on the true meaning of Christmas, which is Jesus. He is the reason for the season. He is the light of the world. He is our redemption and our blessing. And we get to be reminded at Christmas of the beautiful gift of salvation that we get. In case no one has told you today, I would love to be the first to remind you that God loves you so much. Thanks for listening and Merry Christmas. We'll see you in 2023. Looking for help and hope can be a chore and you don't need any more of those. So consider downloading the River Mobile app. It's a radio station committed to playing songs that will lift you up and help you out no matter what you're going through. Songs from artists like Lauren Daigle, Zach Williams, and Toby Mac. It's totally free with no subscriptions. Just search 1049 The River in your app store or listen online at riverradio.com.